Well, with the bowl schedule all set, how motivated is Ryan Day and his Buckeye team going to be to play in the Cotton Bowl? After all, they had much higher aspirations. And who's going to play quarterback? Because Cal McCord has hit the transfer portal. We have some answers, some theories, and some discussion. Locked on Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. On today's show, we're going to talk about the motivation of the Buckeyes and where it is. Plus, it's portal season; it's open. It's the wild, wild west out there. Kyle McCord of the Buckeyes included in that. He's leaving, and we'll have Tuesday tweets. They're great; they're fun. Although, if you're a Buckeye fan, it's a lot of Michigan stuff. You might want to. I never tell people to sit it out. You might want to sit that one out. It might hurt some feelings. But anyway, they're on uh, later on in the program. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast soon as it becomes available each and every day. Mark your calendars, Buckeye fans. December 29th, Missouri, Ohio State, the Cotton Bowl in Arlington, Texas. Ryan Day has to get his team fired up for this. He he does. It's it's going to be a little bit of a job, a little uh, psychology job as well. Look, they all wanted more. They all wanted more, and this isn't exactly a college football playoff semifinal. But I'm going to tell you, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again, and a lot of you won't believe me, but Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes had a great year. They did. They had a great year. They went 11 and one. Okay. They lost one game by six points. They were driving at the end of that game, looked like they were going to score. They threw an interception, game over, season over, 11. It was the game, though, Michigan. And that matters to a lot of people. So, really boil it down. It's a fairly unique situation for just Ohio State. And to add insult to injury, Ohio State had to sit home and watch not watch Michigan beat an Iowa team for the big 10 championship ship uh, and an Iowa team that I'm sure all Buckeyes and Buckeye fans feel that they could have beat as well. And when you think about it, Michigan really didn't have much luck with chunk plays downfield because the Iowa defense uh, did pretty, pretty well on the back half of the defense. And I'll bet the uh, Buckeyes feel that they could have had a player to go deep with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Buka out there. They've been a lot tougher to cover. Nevertheless, uh, we are where we're at in this situation with the Buckeyes. And look, it also had to be tough for them to watch the college football playoff seating unfold on Sunday the way they did. First of all, last year's Buckeyes team got into the 14 playoff without beating Michigan and getting into the Big Ten championship game. Uh, and getting into the playoffs because a lot of important people felt like they were still one of the top four teams in the country. And there could be an argument that they still are this year. And I'm sure Georgia and Florida State people are having the same argument as well. Kind of a unique year this year. 
But when you're a team that focuses 365 days a year on beating Michigan, three, 365 days a year focusing on getting to the college football playoffs because that's the expectation, and 365 days a year planning on winning a national championship, how do you stay motivated when a loss to Michigan is like pulling out too many pieces of a Jenga tower and then the entire thing falls apart? That's kind of where the Ohio State Buckeyes are at this point. So what's at stake in their next game? Again, December 29th, Missouri Cotton Bowl in Arlington. Missouri's no joke. Missouri's a very good football team. And while the Buckeyes were ranked seventh in Sunday's poll, Missouri's ranked ninth. There are a lot of people that think they're on the same level. Missouri finished 10 and 2 overall, 6 and 2 in the SEC East, right behind Georgia. Their two losses for the Tigers were a 10 point loss to LSU and a 30 21 loss to Georgia. Ryan Day says the Buckeyes will be ready for this game. And uh, I'm sure they will, but you know, he says we always want to be playing for a championship this time of year, but we're going to finish things and do things the right way. Sure. And when he said that, the first thing I thought about was Marvin Harrison Jr., right? He'd be a top five pick in the NFL draft in April. What, what is at stake here for putting, why would he put himself at risk for a potential catastrophic injury now in a non-playoff bowl game? Seems too risky to me. For me, I wouldn't do it. And I'd be willing to bet right now that as we get closer to the date, we'll get an announcement that Marvin Harrison will not be playing in the Cotton Bowl. That I absolutely believe that. Like two years ago, when Ohio State did not play in the college football playoff and the Buckeyes had several future NFLers on the team, many of them skipped the Rose Bowl, as a matter of fact. So this is a growing trend in college football. At some point, business decisions have to be made for everybody. Now, Day insists this year will be different. He expects everybody to play in the game. Back to motivation for just a minute. Their situation kind of reminds me of the 2018 Georgia Bulldogs. It was a great Georgia team, and they lost the SEC championship game to Alabama. Alabama made the 14 playoff. Georgia did not. They had represent the SEC in the Sugar Bowl at that point. And uh, granted, Ohio State lost to Michigan in a regular season game, so it's a little bit different, not a conference championship, but the magnitude of the result was the same. Georgia went on to then lose to Texas in a Sugar Bowl that I thought Georgia was not motivated to be in. They didn't want to be there. Uh, I mean, they gave it an effort at all, but it just it wasn't the same. That's the same situation, I think, that Ohio State is in versus Missouri for the Cotton Bowl. So whether star Buckeyes players play in this game or not, there is room to grow here for a lot of people on this football team. Now, I've stated time and time again throughout the season that Ryan Day and Kyle McCord deserve a world of credit for the improvement that they shared at the quarterback position this year. Look, McCord, do I do we need to go back into what August and September was like for the Buckeyes? McCord could not separate himself from Devin Brown on the depth chart and grab the starting reins for the starting quarterback position. It was It was a long haul. But once he did get the starting job and once time started going by week after week after week, Kyle McCord got better. He turned into a very good quarterback. Great? No. Very good? Yes. Threw for over 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's a low number except two of them were in the Michigan game, and that's ultimately what this all comes down to. 
But instead of using this extra month of practice and this extra game to take another step forward, Kyle McCord has announced that he is entering the transfer portal and he will be leaving Ohio State and looking for a new place to play. Now, was this his decision? Was he told? Was this a mutual decision? We'll never really know, but no matter how good McCord gets week in and week out, he's no C.J. Stroud, he's no Justin Fields, and he never will be. Just, just doesn't have the talent that those guys had before him at Ohio State. And he waited two years behind C.J. Stroud for his chance to play and play this year, 111-1. Still got a couple of years of eligibility left. Going to go, go somewhere else. And look, Ryan Day is probably... Uh, as he evaluates things, he is probably looking for an, an upgrade from very good to awesome at quarterback. And whether that's the transfer portal or an incoming recruit or whatever the or maybe uh, somebody, a young on the roster already, we'll get into that in a minute. Maybe, who knows? All, all are in play at this point. But Ryan Day says when you come up short, you have to evaluate everything. That's his job. Now, keep in mind the world that Ohio State lives in, okay? He, he was undefeated all season, came within six of beating Michigan, and that interception on the last drive sealed their fate. McCourt threw that one pick, and he had two in the game, but he threw one there, and Ohio State's season was basically over. And his career at McCord at Ohio State was over at that point. 11 and 1 instead of 12 and 0 because of one offensive drive at the end of one game in Ann Arbor. Look, ask James Franklin at Penn State, who is 2 and 2 every year, what he would give to be 11 and 1 with a victory over Michigan or Ohio State. Go down the, the, the lesser teams to the Big Ten. Indiana would kill to be 11 and 1. All right. There are a lot of teams that would trade places with Ohio State's record in a heartbeat but the writing is on the wall uh, i mentioned some other quarterbacks the buckeyes do have a five-star quarterback on the way air nolan out of georgia at least as of the time of us doing this podcast everybody's switching committing decommitting it's insanity out there but air nolan has uh, reaffirmed that he, he he's a big ryan day guy he wants ryan day to do for him what he's done for other quarterbacks he wants to come and bring his talents to Columbus, Ohio. By the way, Aaron Nolan, just the best name for a quarterback. That's pretty cool. So that leads me to ask, who's going to be starting uh, at quarterback for the Buckeyes in their bowl game? Because Day was noncommittal on that, as a matter of fact, in his uh, most recent press conference. Will they go with Devin Brown, who's been the backup all season, but apparently has no future as a starter there at Ohio State? Um, I don't think that's very likely. They do have a true freshman on the roster Lincoln Kineholtz. Uh, he was a multi-sports star out of South Dakota. I'm thinking he might start this game. I think he, that's that's my gut feeling right now, that he may start. We'll see what he can do. Uh, you bring in Aaron Nolan and uh, let those guys battle it out. I think that's where the future is for Ohio State right now, and I think that's Ryan Day, what Ryan Day is thinking, and that's what Kyle McCord sees. And so Kyle McCord is out in the transfer poll. We'd love to hear from you guys, particularly Buckeye fans. Let's hear it. Uh, you can hit me up on X, Twitter, at TalkBig10, also uh, on YouTube as well. We got our first look at the opening day of the transfer portal, plus a little Big Ten basketball action for you. It's all coming up right here in one minute on Locked On Big Ten. 
So game time, maybe you want to go to a bowl game. Maybe you've been following your favorite team all year and you want to go to one of these Big Ten teams' bowl games. Well, you can get tickets with game time. And you can download their app. It is fast and an easy way to get your tickets. They got last-minute uh, ticket deals, flash deals, zone deals. And I always tell you, I like it that you can see your ticket on a chart, click it, and you got a view. They'll show you a view, camera shot, of what you would see from that seat. I think it's a fantastic feature. Game time has deals on tickets right at the start of the event, or even if you're running late. You can get them uh, up to an hour after a game. You got exclusive flash deals, sponsor deal on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy shows, whatever has a ticket, you can get it with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the redeem code Lockdown College. That's L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I want to thank everybody who, especially you everydayers who check us out every day. Thank you for helping us grow this channel. If you're new or checking us out, welcome aboard. And we appreciate you every day or so every day. Maybe if you're new, you can become an everyday. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe, whoever you are down below. We're pushing 5,000 subscriptions here. We'd love to hit that number here in the next week. can only do it with your help down below. It's free. It's easy. It's one click and you're good to go. You could share, follow, and like Locked On Big Ten. It would be a great help to us, your team, every day. Locked On Big Ten. All right. So Monday, December 4th was the official opening of the transfer portal, period. Athletes, of course, can leave their teams for other schools without penalty. It's a 30-day window to declare. Athletes must declare by January 2nd that they want out. They don't have to pick their school that they want to go to by then. They just got to be in the portal. Look, kids on teams where coaches have left or been fired, they've already been in the portal. That opens up a window right away. So, look. And we know there's a couple teams in the Big Ten that, that were in that situation. Situation where a kid may not be happy with playing time or their coaches or maybe the coaches that are coming in don't fit their style. They could bolt and go anywhere. Also, coaches can quickly fill some gaps on their roster, like Deion Sanders' show rebuilt the whole team at Colorado last spring. Um, but in some cases, coaches have to re-recruit their own players to keep them here. And sometimes it's a matter of, hey, how much nil money, name, image, and likeness money can you get me? Sometimes it comes down to that. That's where we're at these days, trying to get these kids to stay put. But it's all going on at a time when coaches also have to recruit high school kids. Early signing period coming up here in December. So there's a lot going on. And then a lot of coaches are also preparing for a bowl game. And even a select few are getting ready for playoff games. A lot of busyness going on for a college football coach at this time. 
couple of interesting Big Ten players have already hit the portal. As we mentioned, Kyle McCord, Buckeyes running back Evan Pryor, a top recruit in 2021, is out as well. Uh, Michigan State quarterback Noah Kim is leaving as a graduate student with two years of eligibility left. Now, he started the first five games this season through the whole Mel Tucker thing. Then he was benched for Caton Hauser. By the way, Caton Hauser is also leaving Michigan State. Interesting story there. We talked about this a couple of days ago. In fact, you can go back and check it out on Lockdown Big Ten. Always encourage you to go back to prior Lockdown Big Ten episodes in case you missed something. Uh, they're right there uh, where you get your podcast. But um, Kate Hauser um, knows that Jonathan Smith is going to be the new head coach at Michigan State. He's coming from Oregon State. Kate Hauser was a stu- was a was an athlete in Oregon, and he didn't get recruited by Jonathan Smith. So out of spite, he ain't he's not hanging around. He's out of here. <laughs> he didn't recruit me in high school. I don't want to play for him in college. So he's gone. Spartans offensive lineman Kevin Wigington, the second, Ethan Boyd, and wide receiver Terrell Henry. They're all leaving, as is right tackle Spencer Brown and linebacker Darius Snow. A lot of change going on at Michigan State. Minnesota quarterback Ethan Kaliak-Manis is leaving the Gophers after his first full season as the team starter. Look, P.J. Fleck, they need an upgrade at quarterback. They really do. Uh, Ethan's a good kid. People like him. But, I mean, 14 touchdowns and nine interceptions in 12 games was not good enough during a 5-7 and seven season. Here's an interesting name for you. Purdue wide receiver Dion Burks is entering the portal. He's leaving West Lafayette. He was the team's leading receiver. 47 catches this year, 629 yards and seven touchdowns. Going to be a lot of teams interested in him for sure. Even some talk he might enter the draft, although I think maybe one more year would do him some good, but you never know. And, of course, following Tom Allen's firing at Indiana, quarterback Brendan Sorsby and four of the Hoosiers' five offensive linemen have hit the portal. That's a complete rebuild there too, right? All right. Uh, Big Ten college basketball this week. This is uh, We come out with this episode on Tuesday. If you're checking us out on Tuesday tonight, Tuesday night, top 25 matchup in the Big Ten. Number 13, Florida Atlantic, off of their March uh, excitement last year. Uh, they are 7-1, taking on 24th-ranked Illinois. Uh, they are 6-1, by the way, the Fighting Illini. It's on ESPN, part of the Jimmy V Classic. Got a doubleheader on Peacock as well Tuesday night. 6-2 Wisconsin at 4-3 Michigan State. That one is at 7 o'clock. And, of course, 6-1 Indiana is at 4-4 Michigan at 9 o'clock. And there's some lady hoops on this Tuesday as well. Ohio at Ohio State. LaSalle is at Rutgers. And UNC Wilmington is at Nebraska. Also, if you haven't heard yet, I want to tell you something about something very exciting here at Lockdown. We've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's separate from this one that you're watching on right now. It's called Lockdown Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7 to cover the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every single league. That means this show is carried on that channel from time to time as well. So go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right. I always love Tuesday tweets. It's fun. It's interesting. I grab them. You can follow me on Twitter, by the way, at TalkBig10, number 10. I pull things from there all the time. I retweet them. I comment on them. I pulled a few of you uh, of them together. So we'll take a look at those in one minute right here on Lockdown Big Ten.
LinkedIn jobs, putting an office staff together, just like the coaches that put their staff together with their team. Coaches looking for players on the transfer portal, small business office, looking for players to come join their roster as well. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs, LinkedIn jobs, Helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post a job on LinkedIn Jobs. You got the purple hashtag hiring frame. And that is part of your LinkedIn profile that spreads the word to everybody, letting them know that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so let's uh, let's get into Tuesday tweets. I always have fun with this. One of my favorite segments, and uh, we'll put them here on the screen. If you're listening on audio only, one of our podcasts there, maybe on Megaphone or wherever you get your podcast, I'll try and describe what's going on on screen for you. All right, so here is the first one, and it is from at Blue Baron Photo, and it is a picture of the back of Jim Harbaugh facing Tony Petiti, the commissioner of the Big Ten, Joel Klatt, the announcer there with his arm on Harbaugh. Now, this picture... This picture is not a fair picture because it is a snap in time. We all know that maybe Harbaugh and Petiti don't see eye to eye since Petiti just suspended Harbaugh for three games. And it looks like Harbaugh is pointing in the chest of Petiti and Petiti looks surprised. And it looks like Klatt is in there as a peacemaker. That's what this, this one split second in time looks like. So anyway, uh, in fact, it's, uh, it says here on the caption, it looks like Harbaugh had some strong words for Tony Petiti. In reality, I went back later and I found the actual video of this. Now, this was when the network was at commercial break. This is before everybody went on air for the Big Ten trophy presentation. And the Harbaugh told Petiti, hey, I don't want you to give me the trophy, which is tradition. I want you to give it to one of my, my players, Zach Zinter. He's our captain. He's been injured. Present it to him. And they both nodded and they both shook hands. And then Harbaugh kind of drifted toward the back of the stage. And then they came back from commercial and Petiti handed the trophy over to Zinter, just like Harbaugh had wished. And so a picture tells a thousand words, but sometimes the words could be wrong. Just throwing that out there. Uh, and I'm not saying their best buds are going out there to play golf or anything. But anyway, that was an interesting point. Here's from at the Big Ten Network. All right, this was this is a still frame of the video of when Michigan tried to dump the Gatorade on Jim Harbaugh. A uh, reminder that Jim Harbaugh had more NFL rushing yards than Bo Jackson. Yes, he did. That is a fact. And he put on the moves here. Uh, Harbaugh circled to his left behind the bench, and they they whiffed. They whiffed on the Gatorade. A lot of good moves, a lot of fast moves by Harbaugh. Here is a nice moment before the Big Ten Championship. This is from at uh, MC Flick. Beautiful moment shared between Brian Ferentz, the much maligned offensive coordinator of Iowa, and his family as he leaves the team hotel ahead of the Big Ten Championship game. 
uh, tons of cheers uh, from Hawkeye football supporters all around him and the family hugs and kisses all around. It was a, a pretty nice moment. The whole thing was caught on video. Uh, here is after the game. Uh, this is at uh, PFF College with divisions going away next season. Of course, Michigan won the game 26 to nothing. The Big Ten West finishes 0-10 all-time in the Big Ten championship game. Yep, the East won it all, all 10 years that they had these particular divisions. Again, they are going away next year. It'll just be the top two teams in the Big Ten out of the 18 teams will play for the Big Ten championship. Here is also from the uh, Big Ten Network at Big Ten Network. This was from Friday night. I was watching this live, as a matter of fact. Number one, Purdue at Northwestern. And uh, Northwestern basketball taking down top-ranked Purdue at home. Second year in a row. Purdue was number one last year, and they lost to Northwestern. Boo Booey. That's the name of the Northwestern Super. So watch him play hoops. That guy is fun to watch, and I'm sure Purdue has had it with going up to Northwestern. Meanwhile, here's another one of Bo Schembechler. Uh, this is from at uh, BB's Big House One. Coach, Here's a list of coaches with three straight Big Ten championships. Uh, it's just Jim Harbaugh, end of the list. Nobody else has ever done it outright. Here's another one. I told you there were going to be a lot of Michigan tweets today. At, uh, at Michigan football, tweeting out uh, a nice collage of the final score. Michigan 26-0 over Iowa and its players celebrating. And for the 45th time in program history, the Michigan Wolverines are Big Ten champions. Congratulations. Here is a shot from before the game uh, from U of M updates 24-7. J.J. McCarthy said, we'll be back. I promise that. Well, they did get back 13 and oh, Big Ten champions from a third straight season. Started one, I think. Yeah, is that from last year or this year? Well, meaning we'll be back. Anyway, uh, we're going back to the college football playoff, and we're all behind you. Number nine, let's go win a natty. There you go. And here is one from the Scarlet and Gray podcast saying, uh, start Lincoln uh, Kineholtz. In the Cotton Bowl. I, this is the freshman I was telling you about. This is who I think Ohio State will start in the bowl game, as a matter of fact. And here's from at Kyle McCord. It is a long written and nicely written farewell to Ohio State, the fans, the coaches, everybody says he is thankful for his time at Ohio State. He's grateful. Special shout out to Coach Ryan Day and his coaches and to Buckeye Nation, but he will be moving on looking for other opportunities. Kyle McCord started quarterback hitting the transfer portal. And here is from at uh, Swanky Wolverine, a live look at Columbus with a house on fire with Jim Harbaugh laughing. Again, I told you this is going to be a lot of Michigan. Here's another one of a cartoon of Ryan Day in the middle of a fire. Saying everything's fine with the house on fire. Live look at Ryan Day. All right, that's enough of that. Let's uh, let's wrap that up. All right, Tuesday tweets. If you're if you got a good tweet out there and you hit me up at Talk Big Ten, I'll probably put it here on the podcast and uh, give you a shout out. You can hit me at Talk Big Ten. You can hit me here uh, as well on uh, YouTube and always look at the comments there and our website TalkBigTenNumberTen.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available every day. And don't forget the other podcast brand new as a part of lockdown sports today 24 7 streaming and this podcast will appear on there as well 
Thank you for checking us out. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about the cost to bring it in. A new quarterback to your team, whoever that is. And uh, it can get quite pricey because that's how college football is today. So that'll do it. Thank you very much for checking us out. Talk to you next time. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.